Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. An altered ego. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. big garth brooks fan listening to him way back from horse camp when garth brooks at the height of his success decided to create a bad boy rocker alter ego named chris gaines so we're going to be talking about the phenomenon that is garth brooks slash chris gaines and what it meant for garth brooks's career alter egos are not new to any music genre really you get David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust, Bono's Macfisto, for example. But Garth Brooks was known for being this like good guy, American hero, country singer, again, very 90s. Like he kind of felt like the Kevin Costner of country music. Very safe, catchy, like no one, you can't disagree about Garth Brooks. And and country as a whole is kind of wholesome and carefully crafted around a sense of like, you know, like salt of the earth authenticity. So just the the move, it, it was out of nowhere and it left a lot of people very, very confused. But let's brush up on Garth Brooks for a second because we can't talk about Chris without talking about Garth Garth Brooks was born Troyal. Garth Brooks did not know that in 1962 and went to Oklahoma State University on a javelin scholarship. That's not crucial information, but it was it's a weird it's a weird thing that you should know. He started his professional music career in 1985 playing all over Oklahoma. Polly was interested in rock at an early age. He kind of went with the country bend and was picked up in Nashville and broke in almost immediately. In 1989, he opened for Kenny Rogers. In 1990, his second album, No Fences, was a huge hit and remains his biggest record. In 93, he released his third album, went on his first world tour, was flying high. He had new music. He was one of the biggest country stars, if not the biggest country star of his time and of all time, really. So in 1999, Garth Brooks and his production company, Red Strokes Entertainment, were developing a movie with Paramount Pictures. They wanted it to be a vehicle for Brooks. He had just come off a couple TV guest spots. You may remember him in Mad About You. The movie was called The Lamb, and it was about a fictional rock star named Chris Gaines and how messed up he was being a high-profile musician and all of the complexities around that and what that entailed. To create buzz for the project, Brooks took on the persona of Gaines in October of 1999 and... 
produced and released an album called Garth Brooks in Ellipses, The Life of Chris Gaines. It was intended as a pre-soundtrack to the film to represent the greatest hits of Gaines' entire music career, spanning many decades, etc. Although Brooks definitely developed the Gaines character and backstory, that was all him. He's talked a lot about how it's very, like, he takes it personally. Like, it's a very personal thing to him. Surprise, surprise, he didn't write any of the songs on the album. The album cover, and this is what I remember maybe most of this time, was a picture of Garth Brooks as Chris Gaines, looking honestly very Brett Michaels. He has kind of these swoop bangs or kind of dark bangs. He's got eyeliner. He's got a soul patch because, of course, he has, you know, like lipstick. He has like a face full of makeup on. It doesn't really match the tracks either. If Garth Brooks wants his eyeliner, he will get his eyeliner. He'll get exactly what he wants. And this does feel kind of like a this A-list rock, I mean, country star wants to do this thing and like, let's go along and do it. Let's make this pre-album and get to it. So here are the tracks in the album. That's the way I remember it. Lost in You, Snow in July, Drifting Away, Way of the Girl, Unsigned Letter, It Doesn't Matter to the Sun, Right Now, Main Street, White Flag, Digging for Gold, Maybe, My Love Tells Me So. A beautiful 56 minutes of manufactured promotional rock and roll. Sounds controversial. (laughs) Yeah, very much. It's also like, it's not far enough. Like, I think when I, again, when I think of the album cover, I think, oh, it's going to be a little bit harder. It's going to be a little bit more rock and roll. It's really... Softer than it's probably (laughs) regular music. Exactly. It's it's very, it's like not far enough away from what it needs to be. And we'll we'll get to kind of... It's like if you try to draw, if you try to draw emo by memory. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So then to promote the album, Brooks appeared as Gaines in a TV mockumentary for VH1 behind the music, as we all know, perhaps, as Chris Gaines. And he also guested on Saturday Night Live. I remember this, too. He was the host himself, Garth Brooks, and the musical guest was Chris Gaines. And it was really dumb, like really like, what are we doing here kind of a thing. And it's all like, for what? Too. So the album was, spoiler alert, not liked. Brooks fans were really confused and critics were not impressed. Though the album did make it to number two on the Billboard 200 and Brooks gained his first and to date only Billboard Hot 100 Top 40 single with Lost in You, which again is a very soft kind of ballady thing. It was the first single on the album and it did really well. For whatever reason, Garth and his people had really high expectations for the album and were really, really, really upset that it didn't do better, even though it was a it was a pre-album for a movie that didn't exist, starring a character that didn't exist. It just was pro- promotional. You know, like it, it's like, what is the purpose of this thing? Because it had such mixed reception, the movie itself, the whole reason Chris Gaines came to be was shelved in February 2001. Retail stores began heavily discounting the CD oversupply, and the Gaines character became a joke and then faded into obscurity. Let's take a quick break. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. 
You can do this when you Angie that. Critic Stephen Thomas Erlewine said of the whole Chris Gaines experiment, when Brooks's new persona and his album were revealed to the public, they were unforgiving. They didn't think he was playing a role. They simply thought he'd lost his mind, which is true because like we've said before, and in the past episode, it is hard to know what weirdness, it's hard to know the mindfulness of what people are doing a lot of the time, especially when it's kind of a bold choice and in a way that you can't quite pinpoint or you don't know why it's happening or why you're experiencing something. In a twist of events, though, Errol Wine gave the album a three out of five stars rating it and in the same review later wrote, judged as Brooks's first pop album, it's pretty good. And if it had been released that way, it likely would have been embraced by a wider audience. Makes sense, too. Again, you've got this audience of Garth Brooks fans. you got this Chris Gaines guy with a slightly different genre of music. Like, why wouldn't you just, like, why why are we doing all this? Well, because, you know, you invest in this person, you know, whether a rock star or a actor or whatever is the person they put out to the world. People are invested in that person. And when you change that, you're almost... You know, you're kind of like kind of taking like a dump on yeah. all the investment they had in you. And they're like, well, we like this person you put out there. And now you're switching it. And I don't think the the idea of performative stuff and I'm sure his being very successful. And they're like, hey, Garth, want to do a movie? And maybe from there it's like, oh, yeah, okay, movie. All yeah. right, it's a movie, but the character. So I'm going to start the character. Mm-hmm. And it becomes I, – I know Joaquin Phoenix, didn't he do a thing where he was – I forget. I think it was – where he was rapper? I don't know. There was some weird mm. thing with Walk. I think it was Walking Phoenix that it was. It's not me. And then he had a documentary. Mm-hmm. I, I have to look into that. I didn't do. I, I'm, I didn't not it, uh, is it, I'm not there. Is it? I'm not there. Where know. he did a thing where he was uh, went and it did like a different character or when David Arquette was a professional wrestler. It's like, oh, I know it's yeah, a thing, yeah. but people do these things for different reasons, but I think probably at the height of his career. Yeah. And he's probably like, you know what? I want to be challenged. Yeah. And also when you have this one look, but the music doesn't even match the look. Yeah. I think people don't know what it is they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I, we, I need to separate the two. I was like, Honestly, not really. You could have been like Chris Gaines, you know, a different vibe. People be like, okay, you know, as long as you're still, I mean, Garth Brooks, as long as you're still the same Garth, that mm-hmm. Garth hasn't left the building. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm, if you want to try something else or some people do like, you know, jazz standards or whatever they want to totally. do. Totally. People go and do a different style and be themselves. But I also think as – consider your audience. Like country music fans are like – it's a and again I am could be wrong, but a pretty straightforward audience. I don't think that they're as into maybe experimentalism as other genres are, and I think they're they're also very loyal to to the people you know that their favorites and who they like and who they follow. And I think it's it's not something done for art probably gets a little bit more lost on that audience. And the art isn't well thought out. No, not at all. In Poorly fact, thought out. Chuck Klosterman said in his famous essay about the Gaines-Brooks controversy, if you want to adopt an unnatural persona, that persona needs to be an extension of the person you secretly feel like. This is why Ziggy Stardust never seemed like a Halloween costume. It's also why Chris Gaines felt like marketing, even if that hadn't been the intention. He was crazy, but he wasn't singularly crazy. He wasn't crazy enough, which is kind of exactly what we're talking Like You need to push it further if you're going to make a point about it and yeah like what 
it was for marketing, but it's a cool idea. Like, honestly, I, I like I love stuff like that, where it's like, let's make an extension of this. But also, like, the movie's not in the back. <laughs> the movie's in pre-production. Yeah, if I would just yeah. wait, just have it be that thing. Mm-hmm. And then you could be like, oh, it's for his movie, not, oh, it's for a movie they might be still writing and coming out in a couple of years. Yeah, that no one's really sold that you, a country musician, can carry this movie to begin with. So let's not go spinning out with other, you know, high marketing concepts. But in March 2021, not too long ago, Brooks announced that The Life of Chris Gaines was to be re-released on multiple platforms, including digital and vinyl, adding that previously unreleased songs were also forthcoming. That's going to go straight into my Amazon wish list. I think now is a good t- I think now is a more forgiving time because nostalgia, I mean, mm-hmm. we do nostalgia. <laughs> oh, we love it we, we here. We do nostalgia. And I think people are now more forgiving and more mm-hmm. there's a whole generation that probably is not even familiar with this kind of concept. And mm-hmm. sure Garth Brooks is you know like the name Garth Brooks I was like, "Oh yeah, that is that is a country music." And the crossovers of course there too. Yeah, I mean, the crossover. He really pop- like why do I like Garth like yeah. he's a pop all the, this country yeah, at this time country, was yeah. pop pretty yeah. much. So it was like very much like in the same vein of what was coming out anyway. Kind of a thing. And it also, I think with enough time passed to people, and even still, like a lot of the interviews I read for this, he's like, people get it or they don't get it. You know, kind of the, he's, it still like, it feels like it hits a vein that it was not as well received as he would have liked. And that might just be like Garth Brooks's ego. I don't know. But it's the sort of thing where like with time, I think people will be like, oh, I can see what this was in a macro sense and appreciate it more. It's ahead of its time. But also, it's still not... Behind, it's, it's behind its, it's time. It's behind its time. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.